Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9 The It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. 22nd day of October. Good morning, Georgia! Morning. And a good morning to my neighbors out there in Powder Springs. Oh, yeah, now. Get them. Still got to deal with them little chipmunks and all that stuff out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah, mo- yeah. good, good morning to you folks in Powder Springs. <laughs> and we had a couple shout-outs here this morning, but it's been like Ladies' Day around here today, man. we got another guest coming up. In just a few minutes, we will reach out and uh, – uh, tell you about an event going on up at the Cobb Galleria. Maria Martin is going to join us here in a little bit, talk about the Falcons. They get ready for Tampa Bay today. Mm-hmm. And by the way, yeah. if you can't get in front of a TV, Sam, let's let folks know that you can tune in the game right here because we are going to be getting out of here as we normally do on, ni- on, a, on a Falcon Sunday morning at eight at 9 o'clock. We yep. turn things over to the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. That would be anchored by Mr. John Fricky. Yes. I believe Joe Patrick follows him. And is Harper back? Harper uh, had a little. He had a little something, yeah. something going on. Well, well he, he became a Hall of Famer last week Ooh. At, at his high school in California, but he's back. He should be back. He was in. He went down to Lafayette. He got. He got. <laughs> he got to have that. He got to have that. And good did he meal. say it like that? He got to have that good meal down there, and uh, you know, so he's he's uh he, he he made it back last night. Well, they will be following us at nine o'clock. But if you can't get in front of a TV, we got Falcons at Tampa Bay pregame at eleven kickoff. At one. Now we'll also have Miami and Philadelphia tonight, seven thirty pregame kick at eight fifteen. Now let's say you want to get in front of a TV and you want to watch the Falcons game. Might want to consider going up to McDonough, McDonough, out to McDonough. Mm-hmm. Put it that way. Three Dollar Cafe. Our own Andy Bunker is going to be out there from twelve thirty until two thirty, so you can go sit with Andy. And I mean, we we came up with this earlier. If there was a person that worked at this radio station, if you had to pick a we kind of kind of TV talk, uh, which, by the way, I found out something about San Diego, and I'll get to that in a minute. But we were okay. talking about TV's shows earlier, and came, somehow the Andy Griffith show came up, and we decided that if there was one person of our staff on air talent who you would say came from Mayberry or could come from Mayberry, it would be Andy Bunker. Yeah. Nice, yeah. just nice through and through. Yep. Decent, nice. You want to be your neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so that is coming up. We have shirked our responsibilities, Mr. Crenshaw. We got so crazy this morning with different things that were going on here in the studio. I'm sitting in a different position. I can't see my partner. I can't. I can only see parts of him because the usual area is not working. It's being. It, it needs to be fixed, and so that started things off. And then we got so busy talking about some of the things coming up in the show, we didn't do our story of the week. We are gone for six days from you folks. So when we come back, we like to talk about something that happened during that week that was important to us. You got time? You want to knock it out now? You want to hit that button? You want to? There you go. Uh, Mr. Slaughter, if you please. It's time for Sam and Greg's story of the week. Could be sports. Grapefruit League activity. Could be news. Could be entertainment. This is our first time on the VMAs. It could be, well, anything. You know what I'm saying? Sam and Greg's story of the week on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Greg. And guess what? We got to put 
<laughs> yeah, our it, guest is ready. I guess it's ready. So yeah. Okay. So we got to put it off again. Okay. Oh, but it was a great intro. Yeah, I know. And I got something good for you. Okay. I, mine has to do with technology. Okay. We'll do it. We'll do it. At, well, you uh, know what? 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 What a great timing because the, the, our guest is coming on us talking about technology. Well, I tell you what. Would you do the honors in introducing our guest? Yeah, you know what I mean. We're going to reintroduce her to Thank some. Eric. Introduce her to some others uh, because of her exploits on the basketball court. But she's also uh, worked so very diligently uh, with, with young people in recent years uh, in the education piece and STEM being a big part of futures. And it kind of makes sense with her going to Georgia Tech, huh? Nisha yeah, Butler. Nisha Butler. She's one of, one of her former colleagues here at Sports Radio 929 The Game. Uh, joins us this morning. Good morning, Nisha. Morning, Nisha. Well, welcome back Good to morning, Sports Radio 929 The Game. Great to have you. Yes, thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, how you doing? Absolutely, we're doing we're doing fine. And, and I would like to um, have you clarify something for the people we've sent folks to. You know, check out your bio and, and see some of the things that you're yeah. doing. And there needs to be just sort of a little bit of this you know, clarification as opposed to what is the difference between STEM and then STEAM. Right. Okay. Well, um, STEM is basically the the most popular term. It stands for science technology and math. Um, however, in the recent year, a new term, um, and my favorite term is STEAM, which includes the A and stands for arts. Um, so it's it's a curriculum that not only includes sciences like engineering, coding, robotics, but it also infuses um, our curriculum, whether that's music theory, uh, painting, um, stuff like that. So that's why we named my company STEAM Champs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and, and folks, it's always great to, to catch up with you. This lady's doing so many things but you've really thrown yourself into this. Why is this so important to you, Nisha, at at this stage of life and career? So as you guys mentioned, um, I've been on all aspects of sports, and I love sports. My favorite sport is basketball, and it's given me a lot. However, um, you know, as I got older and I'm a numbers girl, I recognize that although I'm a part of the community that's a small percent that got a college scholarship and um, went um, went on to play professional basketball, I didn't recognize um, that that's less than 1% of all kids that come um, and play and participate in sports. And I feel that especially in specific communities where we have a problem um, with generational poverty, we have a problem with um, you know family worth, we have a problem with just poverty in this country in general, um, I think it's a, we're doing the kids a disservice to promote, support, encourage um, to go professional in a career where, you know, the basketball is 250 spots, 270 spots <laughs> every few years. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, whereas when I was, you know, graduate from Georgia Tech, my knees gave out on me, um, you know, having a technical background made me not only thrive, um, but it was something that I knew because all of my colleagues and bosses and everything, I mean, the job vacancy is high and the average salary, like in specific STEM fields, you know, start at high six figures. And I just couldn't understand why, why there was a disconnect and why we weren't pumping and pushing and celebrating kids to do that. So that's why I created Steam Champs. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Uh, Nisha Butler joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game. 929thegame.com. You know, Nisha, is Sam and I are both products of teachers. And yes. when you decided to jump into this, what was one of the hurdles that you ran into as far as teaching kids in 2023? <laughs> uh, you know, how do you get yeah, them to put really. their phone down and, and all this other stuff that you know they need and would enjoy if they took the time? So how did you go about getting through to them early on? Well, there's several things. Um, the first thing I have to say, though, when you have – such a niche um, center like myself, like 
Steam Chance, which is specific to coding robotics, typically the parents are paying and typically the kids have some sort of an interest. Um, so that's a different kids than like, say, my father and your parents who actually taught, you know, in public schools or certain schools. So I, I actually, you know, have a different group of kids, um, you know, just they want to learn, they want to be there. However, because I really do a lot of outreach to community, that's not, you know, that's to say that's all of my kids. So what I do is, A, I run it like a gym. Uh, that's where we have steam champions. So, and um, they're guided by coaches. So you can't go on a basketball court with a coach and just be lackadaisical because they bench you. So people have to try out to stay in our t- uh, in our center and our court, our team. Um, and we engage them and we come up with creative ways. Hence why I love the arts part. And I'm doing things like with Microsoft last week, we did a tech and basketball game where the Harlem Globetrotters came in um, and we had basketball players, which typically never go to these, you know, nerd quote unquote events. Um, (laughs) And we do painting and we teach them about Chevalier and Mozart um, in a cool way. And I teach them about, you know, modern jazz. Like I, at, at this moment of my company, am in charge of the curriculum and I just do what I felt interested in and my parents being educators as well and just being a proponent of education. We're always trying to engage me and make creative and, um, you know, and, and being competitive. We have competitions. We don't, we don't give um, trophies in my center for second place. <clears throat> they have to earn their stripes. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's, it's, I'm approaching this area of training our kids um, like sports and I celebrate them too. I have a medal system, you know, we give high fives. Like I treat them how I was treated um, at a superstar at a young age, but that encouraged me to stick with basketball. You know, that reinforced my, you know, uh, practices in the morning, that reinforced the hard work and the work ethic. And I think we need to do that with kids that are interested in STEM and are, are coding and are building robots and are doing so many cool creative things that are, you know, they need to be supported from the community and supported like with themselves more. So. Yeah, yeah, folks, spend the time on the waitforit.com hotline with Nisha Butler. And I got to say this, Nisha and, and Greg, I've been in rooms where young people are working on STEM projects and right. they are so focused because it's problem mm-hmm. solving and, and mm-hmm. a team concept. And I'm in there with yep. a TV camera. In years past, I go in a newsroom, in a, a classroom, everybody stop, put me on, put me on. Nope. They're locked into what they're doing. So you know, he's, he's absolutely right. Nisha, you got something coming up today um, yep. here in our area. Talk about the, the event you have coming up today. Yeah, so <clears throat> this weekend we're participating in our, our first um, franchise show. So as a concept, this is my company is born out of mission and passion. However, I can't be everywhere. Um, so we want to empower entrepreneurs <clears throat> to take our mission and teach the kids in their areas so we're selling franchises um and our first you know what you know guys i'm here i'm with the tech i love atlanta um and we're able to franchise in 27 states uh, georgia being one of them so it's at the Cobb galleria today between 11 <clears throat> and 4 p.m i can send you guys coupons for free admission should people be interested um but you know we're the first we're the only fr- black owned um, franchise system on the floor out of hundreds of companies today. Um, and it, it's a special feeling, especially being Atlanta. Um, but also it's just, it's a new business endeavor and like anything, you know, it's like, Oh my God, um, <laughs> but I'm doing it. And, um, I have a team here of five <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, we'll be there selling our franchise, uh, getting more to know about me, um, and the company and the system and our processes. Wow, we, we, we got to let this woman go and get her first cup of coffee, first of all. We got to get that. But, and we just have a minute or so left. For me, can you answer this one? What's the one area of STEAM that you have 
been surprising. Like they bring you something from science, or they do something with the technology, right. or they do something engineering-wise, uh, mathematics, even the arts. What has come from one of those where you went, wow, I wasn't expecting that? Well, I can say two areas. Um, a, the robotics, because <clears throat> we have robotic uh, competitions, kids starting as early as five um, and up, and, and you be, they're creative. Um, in their makes and at that age they want to solve problems and it's so basic and so simple but sometimes like man us adults haven't thought of that um Mm -hmm. and uh we use minecraft and esports education like with architecture and building things and these kids i'm telling you can build like cities in my uh, in minecraft um that is amazing uh, because we give them a problem that they have to solve and i have been shocked uh, no, not the creativity and the genius of some of these uh, creative builds. So those have been, uh, and the game design, actually. Um, I, I couldn't pick one, I'm sorry, but there's three <laughs> ways that it shocked me, um, especially when I see the growth in kids that maybe it's their first time or their first, ex- first exposure and how quickly and easily they elevate with repetitious um, activities. So I'm super proud of my kids. They're, they're, they're great. And I'm so, super happy that I can say that I know the majority of the kids that come to my center, should they want to have a career in STEM, will be able to go pro. And that I'm super excited and proud about. Fantastic, fantastic stuff. Nisha, we appreciate you. Uh, spending some really? time with us on I'm this Sunday too. morning. Yeah, really. It wasn't you know? when I was there, man. No, no, yeah. no. They were the paper route. <laughs> kids are doing remarkable <laughs> things and with directly impact going forward because that's where the jobs are going to be. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and again, prepared yeah. so much. Nisha, we salute you yeah. for what you're doing. Thank you. And uh, we want to talk some basketball with you. You don't have time. We'll to have to bring it back because I want to hear back. more about Steam, too. Okay. Because well, even well, though I'm old as you know what, I'm going to see if I can fit up in there somehow. <laughs> well, okay. We, I appreciate We'll have to have you back on with us sometime. But thanks so much for the time this morning. Thank you, Nisha, for getting up and uh, being part of the show. Thank you so much. Thank have a good day. There you go. Nisha Butler, y'all need to look her up. Yeah, man. Look her up. Phenomenal. Especially, especially as you like to say, if you got youngers. Yeah. Phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. Really do. All right. We got another phenomenal woman joining us next. That is Maria Martin. She's the award-winning. The award-winning Maria Martin. That's right. Friend of the show. She is coming up next. I can't wait to hear what she got to say about them boys who are on vacation. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And the Falcons who were playing today. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, 22nd day of October. And we can just say we're playing this song for all of our guests this morning. Yeah. There you go, right? Yeah. Maria will think it's for her. In particular, this one. Well, yeah, absolutely, because award winning. The award winning. And see in her commercial, if you watched the games yesterday, you saw a little promos for her throughout the afternoon and into the evening. And not one time did any of those promos. Mentioned Dexter. You know, and Dexter got to be feeling a certain kind of way I'm about I'm telling that. you, let's wake, uh, welcome Maria Martin, uh, 11 Alive's Maria Martin to the show. Good morning. And, morning. And we hope you are doing well. Thank you, as always, for getting up and being part of the show. Good morning, guys. I really didn't know where that was going, but I did like the Dexter thrown in there. I think that people would maybe pay attention to me a little bit more if Dex was involved, honestly. I, really? I, I, I do that for you, too, because I know you don't know where I'm going. And it's like, oh, well, I'm going to bring my dog, <laughs> it. bring my dog in. It's just like I do with Jesse. You know, it's the same thing with Jesse. And, you know, Sam looks at me funny like, Wait, why are you bringing Jesse? Oh, oh, okay, now I see where you're going with this. Hey. Maria, it, is, it. it has been a, uh, a whirlwind few weeks for you. We tried to get you a few weeks ago, but you've got sparks coming off your heels. If you're not following the Falcons, you were following the, the Braves and no telling whatever else you had going on. So you, unfortunately, were, were busy last week. 
Um, but we got you now. Now, before we get into today's matchup with the Falcons in Tampa Bay, let's take care of some unfinished business. Let's say we had you on the show oh. the weekend after the Braves, unfortunately, were eliminated. Oh, dear. And the things that you Uh-oh. wanted to say, but yet you had no outlet Whoa. to vent, we, we give you the floor. Fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was really crazy. And I think it, it obviously sucks for Braves fans to not see them in the NLCS, but that's just turned into such an incredible series. Um, yeah, I mean, look, everyone has every right to be frustrated. When you get bounced by the same team two years in a row in the division – It's kind of, I mean, it's not kind of, it's incredibly frustrating, especially because this was perhaps one of the best offenses that we've ever seen in Major League Baseball, and it feels like a waste. It's more proof that October is really difficult, and you have to have a different kind of team built for that month of the year. And and yes, the break is an issue for baseball teams whenever you can clinch early and get a bye and not have to play in a wild card. All of that is really beneficial, except it's kind of not. Although you can't use that as an excuse. The Braves really do need to figure things out in the offseason to become an October baseball team again. And remember back in 2021 when they won the World Series, they were not the best team in baseball, which happens to be the World Series winning team most years. Um, It's the reason why so many times over the best team in baseball never wins. It's just, it's such a difficult month to play in. Uh, I just, there's so many things that have to happen for the Braves and they have to dig deep. They really don't, in my opinion, have one single leader on this team. I really felt like Freddie Freeman was that guy. And when he left, it became a bunch of different guys. And, And to me, if you have a ton of different people leading a team instead of a couple, you're, you're in trouble. And I felt that a lot with the Braves, and it really just was frustrating watching something that we never have in the regular season turn into the guys wouldn't say a waste, but they would more or less say that it is kind of a waste to go to all the way to October, have the same result two years in a row. It can't happen. You feel like just having, hey, guys, come in here, let's close the door, close the skipper, you don't come in, just have a team meeting. You think not enough of those type things take place when you don't have a, a – a, of Freddie Freeman or Dansby Swanson. Yeah, I mean, look, there's plenty of leaders on the team, and I think that there just needs to be a couple of people that say, like, remember when Jock Peterson came in, he wasn't even a part of the team for more than a few months, and he comes in and he's the guy that's like, wait a second, we need to figure things out. And it was because of one singular person that really helped rally this team. It's different for the Phillies when they're on a roll, they're on a tear after the wild card, and this to me, feels like a team of destiny right now. And I didn't feel like anyone was going to be stopping this team. And I don't think that anyone will, even though the Snakes are trying to do a good job of that. Um, They just have a different kind of firepower. I never saw that from the Braves in October. It it was completely flat. And when you have your top hitters on the team just going completely silent in the division series, it's never good. So, yeah, I mean, I think you need a couple of voices to really re-energize this team Kind of like Jock Peterson in 2021. It worked then. It worked for different teams. I didn't ever see that fire and desire to win from them in October. I absolutely agree with what she's saying about the leader voice. I mean, yeah. we can go back. Terry Pendleton with the other Braves team yeah. that won it all. Mm-hmm. We can talk about what Jason Hayward did for the Cubs in 2016. During that rain delay, they all got stuck in there in Cleveland. He goes in there, gets them boosted up, and they come back and they win it all. And, of course, Freddie. So, yeah, that was the X Factor for me, having said that, Maria Martin from 11 Alive joining us here, mom of Dexter, and having a wonderful Sunday so far because she ain't got to get up early and catch a flight someplace. Um, <laughs> let's talk about what I walked in, and Sam and I uh, came in here to this morning, and that was a full coming in here after a full week of people 
just going apoplectic about this Falcons team and the quarterback play and the coaches and all of that. Give us an understanding of what you're seeing this year and, and, and your thoughts on where you think the adjustments should be made. You should ask Sam what his vantage point is when he's sitting next to me in the press box at Mercedes Benz Stadium because I always tell him, look, Sam, if I give you the look, you know, things are going south. Yep, yep. <laughs> and it <laughs> but, happened. Uh, it, it, it does happen because this team is so confusing, right? I, I, in the offseason, we were talking so much, especially on the show, just we were hyping up this team and we felt so good about what they had done in the offseason. And I don't want to take away from that because, yes, the front office did a lot of things to make this team great on paper. But this team is so confusing. I feel like I'm riding a roller coaster every single week. And that comes with different changes that you've been making. And even when you're looking at the schedule and you're looking at from going from predominantly the run, which we all know Arthur Smith does very well. It's, it's what their bread and butter was made on in 2022. Now they're starting to pass the ball a lot more. So obviously, it's very obvious Desmond Ritter has to take a step forward. And I've said this to Sam on the press box before, and I really mean it. I think it's difficult for a quarterback like Desmond Ritter to be thrown into an offense that isn't necessarily quarterback friendly and be expected to be 100% successful right away. That's part of being a quarterback. You get too much credit, too much blame. We talk about this all the time, mm -hmm. but especially for him, he's young. He has barely any an experience in the NFL and everyone expects him to just be the greatest person on the planet immediately. It's not going to happen. There's a learning curve and you're seeing that play out before our eyes. Now, granted, you can't turn the ball over and you can't throw three interceptions and expect to win a game. That stuff has to change. And for me, particularly today, you obviously want to see him take a step forward on the road. The Falcons have not been good on the road. Everybody knows that. But he needs to be the leader and help them win games. In the beginning of the year, I was less concerned with Desmond because I didn't feel like he was helping them lose. I certainly felt like he had a contributing factor. And that takes a lot for me to say about a quarterback. I'm very specific when it comes to stuff like that. But he definitely had a contributing factor to them losing against Washington. So take the step forward. Don't do anything to help your team lose the game. Help them win. That's part of being a great quarterback. So, yes, he can turn the ball over. That, that to me, it's – comes down to the quarterback you can you can say it's all on offense there's a lot of things that need to be done for sure the offensive line hasn't been spectacular throughout the year but to me it comes down to Desmond Ritter he needs to take a step forward today make a statement say I'm they're really going to ride with him and I think that I truly believe that but I'm the guy I want to be the guy to stay here he can do that with a win in Tampa today yep hey, yep, hey Sam yep, yep. Sam that? as opposed to Nisha you, you can tell Maria's had her coffee yeah, yeah, she, 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 she's ready. She's ready. Yeah, man, I'm ready to go. <laughs> We're on the WaitForIt.com hotline with Maria Martin from 11 Alive. And she is social. You can find her on the Twitter, the X, or whatever you call it in the last 15 minutes, at Rhea underscore Martin, at Rhea underscore Martin. For all that has gone wrong, and I talk about all the hand-wringing that's gone on on this radio station in the last week over the Falcons, over Desmond Ritter, over coach decisions, a win today, and they're in first place, Maria. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's such a pivotal game. Everybody knows that. And I'm not saying people don't have a right to be frustrated. They absolutely do. Because when you have so many weapons all over the place on offense, you should be producing. It's one of the questions that I asked a lot of the guys in the locker room on Wednesday during their availability. How frustrating is it to be right there and not score? Because we saw that several different times against Washington, and they all went back to those, you guys have been hearing it all week, miscommunication issues that they didn't have the week prior in their win over the Texans. Well, that's got to be fixed, and it's got to be fixed fast 
because when you're not winning on the road, when you're having miscommunication issues, you don't want those things to snowball. So they're either going to fix those quickly this week or it's going to turn into a massive issue and we're going to see something not very pretty this Sunday. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, of course, everybody's frustrated. They want the Falcons to be better. But look, at the end of the day, there is a ton of football left. They're three and three. What they can do is, yes, again, be at the top place in the NFC South, which the division is also just as confusing as the Falcons. Sometimes, sometimes they're bad. I don't yeah. really know what to say about the division yet so yeah. far. Yeah. But but to be first place would be incredible. And they definitely have an opportunity to do that today. And this is an offense that has some of the most production in the NFL, literally at the top, but they're not doing it well. So you have to turn that into the most production into something actually to show on paper, which is touchdowns. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 thegamecom I love having Marie on here. This, this is just wonderful. It's, it's, good it's been a wonderful morning overall. That? Even though it started off really crappy, it's it's turned into something wonderful. Um, where do I go next with you? i got two things I want to ask you about. I'll tell you what, let's stay in the division because you mentioned that. What are your thoughts on these quarterbacks in this division? And if you had to hang your hat on one of them, Baker, what's going on there in Carolina, New Orleans, what are your thoughts on the QBs sitting here in the NFC South? Well, first of all, we can't really talk about Carolina until they win a football game, I guess. Uh, Unfortunately for Bryce Young, I mean, he's just having such a rough go of it his rookie year in the NFL, which happens to a lot of guys. And I think, again, it's so hard with the quarterback position, especially when you're young. There's so much that people want to say about being winless and and all that stuff. I think Bryce is going to be fine. But also when you have a guy like C.J. Stroud, who I think is the best rookie in the NFL, that's hard to compare the NFL rookie quarterbacks in that way. But going back to to the division, uh, I guess Baker, maybe question mark. I don't know. He, he's also confusing. I'm just confused basically is the moral of this conversation. This this morning. And you never really know what you're going to get out of Baker Mayfield. Uh, You saw that that was, a clear indication last week, but Arthur Smith really made an interesting comment on Wednesday. And he was talking about how Baker, if you can't contain him is going to become an issue for this team. And that's evident. Everybody knows he can move around in the pocket. He's a quick little thing. So yeah, you know, I don't know. I can't hang my hat on one person in the NFC South right now. Nobody's actually impressed me to the point of saying, this is the guy that's a clear cut division leader. Um, So I think that there's a lot of parity right now with the quarterbacks in the NFC South. So who knows? Maybe it could be Desmond. Maybe he improves and impresses everybody. I know nobody believes that that's going to happen, but <laughs> hey, he yeah. certainly does. Why not? Why not? Before we let you go uh, and, and um, you know, find out what you got coming up uh, later tonight, Brock Bowers, we got the information. He had the surgery. Does he come back? Do you play or not? This guy's a top five pick in the draft. Do you make a business decision? What do you think happens, Maria? I think he's going to play. Yeah. I mean, I I think he's going to come back quicker than people realize too, because this is a surgery that plenty of guys have had and have come back after a month and a half, two months, what have you. And I know where he got the surgery in Birmingham. It's a great place. Um, You know, I worked in Alabama for three years and there's a lot of guys that have come in and out of that door and been really successful. So yeah, I think he's going to play. I certainly think this offense is going to hurt. The dog's offense is going to hurt without him. I personally believe he's the best player in college football uh, without a doubt. Uh, that's over any quarterback, any other skill player. It doesn't matter. I think he just creates a different element on offense. So that's really tough when you take that away. Yeah, it's going to give other guys some opportunities on offense for the dogs, which is good. Oscar Delt has had the rest. He's ready to roll. But 
I do think he's going to play, and I do think they need him in order to be successful later on in the year. You know, college football is really interesting right now. The SEC is having a down year. I think a lot of that has to do with the NIL. It's creating more of an even playing field across, especially at the top of college football. There are some teams, especially FSU looks really good. There are some teams that are going to give Georgia a run for their money later on, and they need guys like Brock Powers. So I I do think he's going to play barring everything in the recovery uh, being great, which I anticipate it to be, but sure, give me a couple months, a month, not a couple months, probably a month, and I think he'll be ready to go. I'm going to quote you on this, uh, Maria, moving forward. Baker Mayfield, a quick little thing. <laughs> so I think we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna use that, put it on something. What's we'll coming be- up tonight? What's coming tonight on Sports Extra? Yeah, so I have John Abraham on the show. I love him so much. He's He's literally been so great. He, he's got this really awesome passion project, which is TV now, and he wants to give it a serious go. So I'm trying to get him as many reps on Sports Extra as humanly possible. He's yeah. Falcon's great, great dude. Um, so he'll be breaking down the game with me. He's been awesome when he's not on Sports Extra. He'll text me and ask, what do you think? And we'll bounce ideas off of each other throughout the game. So glad to have John Abraham back on the show. I'm going to try to get Sean Elliott, big one for the Georgia State Panthers. Sam, I know you know that well. I'm, I'm hoping to have him on the show later today. So, yeah, yeah we're going to be talking about everything and hopefully talking about a Falcons win. Maria, you're the best. We appreciate it, and thank you as always when you get up and join us, and we will be hollering at you soon. Yes, please do. Appreciate you guys. Have a great day. All right, you too, here now. you go, Maria Martin, 11 Alive. Yeah, quick little thing. Quick little thing. Baker Mayfield, <laughs> I like that one too. I was going to ask her about something else, and, and man, Maria's just – like I said, she's, you say hello to her, and she gives you five minutes of analyzation. You know what I mean? You, you all love all, that, all three of our guests have been quite thorough today. They have been, and fun. Yes. All of them. How about They're that? bringing it. Anyway, we're going to get on out here and turn things over to the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. Again, we're the opening act for a full day of sports around here. Football action, Wade Ford Tailgate Show, pregame show, and then Falcons Tampa Bay kickoff. All right here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. Oh. Rick, that's that's a song for the grown and sexy right there, man. Hold on. Okay, well, you go ahead. <laughs> I, I didn't say it for me. I'm just saying it's for the grown and sexy. Yeah. Okay. Two drink minimal. You threw me all off. See, when I play my. <laughs> Eric's over there. <laughs> What's wrong, man? I just, I, Greg knows that's. that's, 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 that's you mean Eric? Eric, Eric Good. knows that, right? but you know what? You want to speak of the grown and sexy. I know, uh, <laughs> I know. Greg wants to get to once again try to get to the story. No, we- no, no, no. I'm just funny because see, when I play, what's the one? Uh, practice what you preach. When I play that, he he gets all with the Barry White. Yeah, right three. I play Barry, and Sam gets <laughs> yeah, all that's, that's, malt yeah, liquor like you know. Yeah, he gets all Billy D. Williams yeah, okay. for the grown that, folk. That, yeah. that is that's that, that, but that, 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 that brown was liquor music. That brown liquor, yeah. That's <laughs> but, something Chuckery might have with us, but, but that's but that's. But that particular song, yeah, that's that's a good one. But I met, I had a chance to meet three guys this week. I was downstairs; they were interviewing three. You were talking about grown and sexy music. Yeah. Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, I heard they were in the were building. In, oh, oh man, I didn't know that. I'd here. have been here in a minute. Yeah, you know they, they had here. a show and they were giving away tickets, and I had something to do. I think it was called the High School Scoreboard Show, so I couldn't go. <laughs> oh well, oh well. <laughs> oh, but yeah, you talk about that's grown and sexy music. Right I there. got no loot or whatever. It was <laughs> oh, man, we go. Never raised in Southern California, baby. Yeah, I know that's right. Okay, can okay. we? It's a good thing we don't have a sponsorship for this thing because the folks would be calling up David Ashburn right and, and canceling tomorrow because we have not yet done our story of the week. It's time for Sam and Greg's story of the week. Could be sports, grapefruit league activity. 
Could be news. Could be entertainment. This is our first time on the VMAs. It could be, well, anything. You know what I'm saying? Sam and Greg's Story of the Week on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Greg. For those just tuning in, this is something we're supposed to start the show with. Yep. We've had things happening this morning, but we wanted to make sure we got it. By the way, this uh, segment is sponsored by... And by... Just fill in the blank there. I have done the last two stories of the week first. Okay. Would well, you, we do, all, would we you all, do this one? We've already heard the one for me that was mentioned um, earlier by our first guest, and that is the fact that flag football will be a part of the Olympics in, in uh, 28. And I think that's big that a, that a, that a version of American football, um, you know, we'll have to have enough teams from countries around the, around the globe playing a version of American football to be in the Olympics. Something we never thought we'd see. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was big, and I went out to a girls' flag game this week, and I said, hey, you know, what do you guys think? You might get a chance to be in the, in the Olympics in their eyes. And they're very very much aware of it, you know, and this girls' flag football has gotten real popular and caught on in this state. So I think that was big, that a version of American football will be an Olympic sport. Okay. I think it's fantastic. There you go. You know how I feel about um, Special Olympics. Yeah. You know, we talked to Jr. about this. He's he's big in the Special Olympics. Anything sort of connected with that, even on the periphery, gets my radar up. I have a uh, cousin who I think I've only seen twice in life mm-hmm. on my father's side, who was, as they say, special needs. But I didn't really know what it was. And later on in life, I found out it had to do with a hearing issue that he had when he was born. That morphed into something else later on in life. But this past week, I saw a story that made me think of him, my cousin Jerry. And that was this new helmet. Have you heard about this new helmet? That has, it is specially made for the deaf and hard of hearing that want to play football. And so for the quarterbacks, or I guess it would be in all the helmets, they have this little, and, and I don't have all the technology words here in front of me here, the technological words, but it basically has a little screen, a little fall down screen, a little window or something, where the technology will pipe in the call from the coach to the players on the field, who can't hear it, obviously, if you say it in the helmet. It is the coolest thing in the world. And they debuted this yesterday at a game, uh, college, how do you pronounce it? G-A-L-L-A-U-D-E-T University. Yes, that's that's, that's the school... Tell you that that's the school yeah, for uh, for the heart of hearing. Yeah. So yeah. They, they, they played football for a long time. If you don't know about this helmet, you need to check it out. It's just one of the coolest things I said. And when we had um, Nishan earlier, it made me think about that mm-hmm. with you know the latest technology out there and stuff. So anyway, that was my story of the week. It made, right. made me think about the possibilities. I mean, listen, we make fun about not having flying cars, but. If you went back and, and brought your grandfather back and talked about some of the things that we have today, yeah. they would just... Or the electric car. <laughs> that a car could be rolling up to you and you don't even hear it. But the, and you know what I mean? The, you're the, putting chips in your body yeah. to you know pay for your, your rent or whatever else you want to pay for. Just things like that. So that, that was mine. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. We finally got it in there. Um, the story of the week. Go ahead. Uh, racing today. And there's racing uh, because NASCAR, like I said, is, is, is winding down. Uh, with the playoff there at uh, Homestead, Florida this week, outside of Miami. Martin Truex on the pole. Matter of fact, the Toyota's uh, looking strong. Truex is on uh, on the pole. Bubba Wallace outside of row one. Tyler Reddick uh, is on uh, his third fastest qualifier. So Michael Jordan's cars are 
going to be up toward the to front to start the race today. Meanwhile, F1 is in the United States. The F1 second stop in the United States. They ran, of course, in Miami. They're in Texas this week. Charles Leclerc. Uh, is on the pole. <laughs> what? You tried to do a French accent. I thought no, you were I just said Charles Leclerc is 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 is, a, is on the pole. Your mouth, Le- but I thought Le- you were Lando Norris is outside of row one. Lewis Hamilton is third fastest qualifier, and Max Verstappen is sixth, oh, okay. uh, which you know, usually don't count a phase him. He's a move and go right by everybody anyway. But 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 that's that's what's been happening. When he's already locked up the championship. Verstappen sixth fastest qualifier. Uh, Hamilton third fastest. Uh, for the race is going to take place at the Circuit of Americas in Austin, Texas. Ocean, Texas. Today, yes. All right, there. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, Sam. Yeah. On this date. Yeah. The album Red was released in 2012. Do you know who did the album Red? I don't know. Until did- I wrote this down, I didn't know either. All right. It's uh, Taylor Swift. Okay. And I mention that because I came to a conclusion this past week. What was that? I ain't mad at this whole thing with her and Kelsey and the whole manifestation and this whole materialized relationship. I ain't mad at none of it. You know why? Why? Because we've seen it before. Okay. Do you know where you've seen it before? Where? We saw it with Madonna and Dennis Rodman. Yeah, and not, no, no, no. Not, 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 biggest not, not, move, not, not, biggest not, not star so at the time being, and yeah. this, this, this athlete. Yeah, but who, she was, was she showing up at all his games? Yes, yeah, she was. And he was in San Antonio then. But the point is, there was a Dennis Rodman before that, and then we know of the Dennis Rodman who happened after Madonna. Remember, that was in San Antonio where he started dyeing his hair and all that. My point is that being with her made him more interesting. And saying you like well, him better. With a bunch of them. with Carmen Electra. Well, that started with, yeah, it though. Yeah, but that's you know. what started it. She's the one who put the bug in him about. So you think Kelsey's going to do that? No, I'm saying that he may be more interesting after this whole Taylor Swift thing. So if she follows the pattern of what happened before. I don't, you know, then it may happen. I just think that's how a, I kind of rested. I think it's a great marketing deal, and yeah. I think I think the marketing people are kicking themselves for not thinking of it sooner. I'm putting it to bed you know, right now because, you know, like I said, I've seen this before. What, what took you so long to come up with this idea? Well, because I was still steaming. At the I'm fact not they talking were trying about you. I'm just out. talking about the PR folks. Why they think about put her in a place with a sporting event with the most cameras. What sporting event has more cameras than a National Football that's League right. game, right? That's and right. now, and now she's got her own camera, a camera that is trained on her. The whole game. And they, I'm sure she's going to end up in Germany. You know they have a game coming up in Germany. Right. They have a game know. coming up in Frankfurt. Yeah. Uh, you, you know th- that's going to happen. You think she's going to be there? <laughs> you know what I mean? The, 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 this PR wagon, she's not going to pass that up. So, you know, hey. Two things also I thought about this past week. Yep. One is you would, you'd like to see it happen. It won't. One's on college. One's on the pro level. But, man, Becky Hammond and Don Staley coaching a team against each other. Yeah. How'd you like to see that? That would be congratulations to uh, Becky and and Vegas and those guys getting it. What was it, Becky and the what did Pop call them? Becky and the Aces. The Aces, <laughs> you know, uh, one in the uh, WNBA. But the other thing is, we've gone through this whole show without any sort of thought. And I would love the guy who is walking behind us here coming to a microphone. Yes, to get to because he doesn't want to participate. Well, he got, he, got, he don't want to participate in the nonsense. I stuff, want but a I traffic can't update. Him. We can't get Stephanie Stallworth. Uh, I well, think well, she's got a traffic update on what's going on down below us here this morning. Do we have one? No, he's got the update. Well, that's that's for later on. But I want to get his thoughts on before we get to that because we're going to. What's going on now? All right. Well, if he's got an update, I'll then just tell I, people. I don't have an update. Don't you don't have see? one? Right. I accept that, that Harper LaBelle and Joe Patrick and my producer Noah White are stuck in this marathon that Abe Gordon is running in. I blame Abe. Yeah. That's good yep. enough for me. Yeah, yep. It's like an Atlantic Station 10-mile thing or something. I don't know. I, anyway, I'm here. All uh, right. So, That's hey, John, John Freaky is here. Going. <laughs> Let me ask you this, and, and Sam, too. We've gone this whole show. Your initial thoughts when you heard that the Eagles picked up Julio Jones? Well, you know, I, I, I'm a, 
I think Vince Gill's fine. I think on guitar, I'll, I'll go with Joe Wall. Oh, that's <laughs> that oh, no, um, Eagles. No, the Eagles. Yeah, I, I mean, it, my, my initial thought was Julio's still playing? Exactly. He why, is now. Why? He wasn't, but he is why, now. Why? What happened with the Eagles that they even had to make that call? I, I know. I mean, what, what, you, what you doing, Julio? You're going to the hall, dude. Yep. I mean, Jet, look, Trick Mondelbaum, you're done, okay? Let's hang it up here. I mean, love you, but it's like, you know, Matt Ryan's in a booth for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay? I'm just saying. So he might have been better than the quarterback we had last week. On the yeah. what, <clears> no, <throat> no, but you know what? what, what but all that has gone wrong. You win today and you're in the first place, Well, John. yeah, yeah, no, I mean, no, look. Eight and nine as a division champion is in play again. Yeah. You know, I mean, hey, you know, small <laughs> victories, guys. Small victories. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, uh, so I, I got a question for you. Yeah. If, if this has ever happened. I grew up here in Atlanta, and um, I, I, I grew up, uh, it was like you had your own kind of music, you know, back in the day. And I was a big fan of funk because there's a local band named Mother's Finest that I yeah. absolutely hey. adore. Another Mother Further. Hey. Another Mother Further is one of the great albums of all time. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so I grew up on all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, people made fun of my name. So Rick James was naturally in my orbit. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, and then I discovered, you know, Cameo and Parliament and all that kind of good stuff and Rufus and whatnot. And then, so it was that, at times, the station that you grew up listening to, which this was Z ninety three. This mm-hmm. was the yes, it was. Yes, this it was, was the pop top forty station. Yes, Z ninety three. We're still WZGC, mm-hmm. right? Still the same call letters, uh, but I grew up on ninety six rock. So I grew up a, a funk and a uh, you know kind of a you know heavy metal guitar rock kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. My wife grew up a country, okay? So my daughter works at Mercedes-Benz, and she, she reaches out to my wife the other day yep. and says, hey, I got two tickets to the Delta Club uh, that I'm not going to use for George Street. Do you want them? And my wife went, yes! All right, guys, the concert, <laughs> the concert starts at 5. At yep. 5, okay? Yep. Right. And that, that's like, you know, we just – I, I got to leave at like 2.15 where I leave. You know, live. don't get to see Penn State, Ohio State finish. Don't get to see – the concert starts at five. It's Little Big Town, Willie Nelson, Carrie Underwood, who was loud, and and, and George Strait. Okay, we I finally George Strait sings one of his famous songs, Amarillo by Morning, and I look at my wife and I said, "We gotta go." He's still got ten songs to go. She goes, "We're gonna miss all my exes live in Texas." I went, I, "Honey, it's ten thirty." We've been there for five and a half hours. Yeah, it's like music midtown. We, but, but you know what, though? You know what I was glad for? I had to swim through that traffic to get to the high school Hall of Fame last night. And I was watching clock. I was saying, wrap this thing up before this concert's in. Or nobody will ever get home. So, 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 so I was waiting, man. Oh, my God. So it's five and a half hours. I'm like, oh. you know. So I, I go back, and, and my, my daughter sends me the set list for all of them. For, for, so Little Big Town sang 14 songs, okay? Right. Uh, Willie sang 18. Uh, Willie did 18, 18 songs? Well, in rapid-fire succession, I will say that. He'll <laughs> <laughs> get um, back on the bus. Thir- thir- 32, uh, that's 32, right? Carrie sings 16, that's 48. Yikes. George sings 34. What? Are you serious? 82-song concert. Nah. Nah. No, and, and, dude. And, and, and <laughs> Willie Nelson, God love him, he's 90. Years old, yeah, ninety, yeah, yeah. So it's Gene Hackman, and he uh, he he retired this past week. You know, I mean, and so we get the T-shirt. Here's the other thing, and it's got the tour, the George Strait tour, and Willie's been part of the tour. This is the last stop. My wife and I are walking out, going, "Did we just see Willie Nelson's last yeah, concert? Possibly, yeah, possibly, possibly." Here's the thing that I think you buried the lead on. 
I can't believe that Carrie Underwood isn't the headliner as opposed to George Strait. Are you telling me that George Strait is bigger than oh, Carrie yeah. Underwood? Yeah, oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this is something special, some special year for him. And it, and it is yeah. to some anniversary right. or something. Uh, let I me, let me, I, I'm not a big country fan. Me either. I, let, let, me, let me explain this. Wild guess how many number one hits George Strait's had. Oh, I would imagine he's he's morphed them, but still Willie hey, Nelson has probably got a ton too. Sixty one. Yeah. Number yeah. ones, not top ten, not yeah. top one. Yeah. Number sixty one. Yeah. Number one hits. But you know I'm what? Not, you know I'm what? You talking about all the songs that they played last night, and what did I tell you about last Sunday at the Falcons game? Bobby Brown, two songs, eight good hours of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm well, listen, we get we can't knock country music fans because they support oh, no. the number one album, the number one selling album of all time is not Michael Jackson, it's Garth Brooks Live. Yeah, oh yeah, that, that thing has killed it. I can believe you that. You know, so John, what, what you got? What you got coming up here? In just it a is a Falcons Sunday. Falcons and uh, Baker Baker down in Tampa. Going to be a big day, as Sam said. Win this game, and all is forgiven. For uh, one, two, three, four, five. Minutes. <laughs> We want to thank you guys for letting us be a part of your Sunday morning, Mr. Craig. Eric, first of all, thank you. Yes, exemplary Mr. work this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for everybody who be as, uh, that was a part of the show today. And uh, Mr. Crenshaw, have yourself a wonderful day. You do as well. Everybody, thank you again. It is Sam and Greg. We'll be back next Sunday. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.